0: It's with a pretty heavy heart that I just found out about half an hour ago that all of the audio recordings from our last session this previous Sunday have been lost. Uh, I'm not sure what happened. I record using the call recorder for Skype. that worked fine. I imported all of the audio into Logic Pro X and I saved out my project and I was editing it uh, last night and it was working fine and um, I came back from work today and I was going to start editing the, the session again and um, all of a sudden the files are just gone I've searched through everything that I have and I can't find them anywhere so I assume that they are uh, irrevocably lost and that sucks. Um, so I'm going to try instead to Recap the last session, and um, it's a real—it's really a shame because that was actually the best session we've had so far, and it was the first session that was not in New York. Uh, it was the first session where Christian, our new uh, player, joined us. So there was just a lot of reasons why um, it really breaks my heart uh, that, that I lost these files. So that'll teach me to. Uh, to have a good backup strategy in place, uh, which of course I'm going to start on as soon as I'm done with this this recap. Um, so yeah, uh, brokenhearted, but uh, life goes on. So in terms of recap, we found our players, uh, or characters rather, um, in New York on September 10th, last week left them in session three. Uh, There had been a whole bunch of strange events leading up to uh, the departure of this uh, expedition to the Antarctic. So we began the last session with a recap. Um, I went over the things that uh, they had they had gone through. Stuff like uh, the murder of the captain um, and Uh, the package which had been stolen, they talked to the post office guy, um, various notes they would gotten, and then we went into uh, onboarding our new player, his name is Christian, Uh, he plays Dr. Hermann Altmaier, a German parapsychologist who's a little nutty, and uh, who believes in pendulums as a way of guiding his life. he met up with um, Starkweather, and Starkweather, upon hearing that uh, Dr. Altmaier had some money, uh, found that to be more than enough to persuade him to bring him on board the expedition, given that they had just lost a whole bunch of their equipment and whatnot. So that was a pretty quick transaction. Meanwhile, um, the other players had gotten their hands on uh, a few other articles about Miss Lexington and her uh past especially about her father and how her father had been found dead in um, in the uh, Lexington, Lexington estate and how Acacia Lexington um, had blamed um, or had, had uh, argued that it had been murder and that the uh, a, a manuscript that her father had been very um, um, possessive of um, had gone missing, and this was a manuscript script which uh, had um, supposed to, was supposed to go on auction, or he'd bought it from an auction. I actually forget, but um, the players kind of glossed over a little bit of this and um, and argued a little bit back and forth about what the significance uh, of this was, and came to the conclusion that the stolen package, which was about the size of a manuscript. Uh, was um, was someone trying to send them this missing manuscript? And uh, in the article, it had the name of the um, the book, um, the narrative of Arthur Gordon Pym by Edgar. Um, uh, sorry, by Poe. Um, I was about to say Edgar Rice Burroughs. It's not true. Um, so they went out, they got a hold of that book, and um, they actually, I, uh, over the past year, year and a half, when I've been prepping for this campaign, I actually went on eBay and I found 1930 um, editions of the narrative of Arthur Gordon Pym, and I sent one to every player. We're all long distance, obviously. Um, so I sent one to every player, and uh, they now have that hardback 1930s edition of that book to, to go and read. So we'll, we'll see. That's going to be really exciting. Uh, after that, um, they went off to uh, the, the, the journey um, to, to the Antarctic began, uh, and they went down along the coast through the Panama Canal and uh, into the Pacific Ocean. And there, um, there was a ceremony for, and I'm summarizing here, probably about an hour hour and a half worth of, of game. Uh, there was a ceremony, a line-crossing ceremony, which is what happens when you cross the equator uh, in which the whole crew and uh, all the members of the expedition were involved. And um, suddenly in the afternoon, uh, the one of the stewards comes running out of the, the reefer space and uh, coughing. And it turns out that the reefer space has been uh, seemingly sabotaged. Uh, somebody has poured acid on the one of the cooling units, and ammonia has uh, leaked out and infested everything inside of the um, inside of the reefer, uh, which is a refrigerator so they have to throw about a quarter of all the food on board uh, overboard and um, uh, spend hours, if not days, scrubbing down the the um, the reefer and after that. Um, after a few days later I think that was on the September 25th and then on September 28th um, suddenly they're awoken uh, by hideous screaming and whining uh, from the uh, or howling rather from the one of the holes in which the dogs are and uh, everybody rushes down there and they see that the dogs are going at each other and it's an incredibly gruesome scene it's actually really well described in the book and they try to hose them down to no avail. <clears throat> There's blood all over the the hold floor, and eventually, one of the crew members climbs down and puts a bullet in all of the um, in all of the crazed uh, dogs. They manage to climb, uh, and this this takes place over a, a period of maybe twenty minutes or so. It's a pretty horrific scene, and uh, actually worked pretty well, I think. Afterwards. Um, the, the dog handlers climb down, calm the, calm the dogs down, and um, they, they take uh, one of the remaining dogs that is uh, uh, you know, still aggressive um, and uh, examines it, and it, it turns out that it's poisoned. It's been poisoned by strychnine, and strychnine has been put in, uh, they find out, to the pemmican, uh, which is the food uh, source that they have left now. Uh, aside from various canned goods, um, and so the question arises whether somebody uh, is trying to keep them off of the ice because the dogs have been poisoned or whether somebody's actually trying to murder them. It becomes pretty obvious that this is an attempt um, to stop this expedition one way or the other, and a search uh, is put underway to look through all the holes and all of the, the various crevices of crevices. Oh my god, all the various nooks and crannies of the ship uh, to look away, uh, for stowaways. As they do this, in one of the holes they come across what looks like an explosive device. It's not very well made, it's made of blasting caps and um, uh, fused wire, and um, it's not been hooked up yet, but um, it looks like it, and it's it with all the gasoline in one of the holes, so it could be a, a really dangerous explosion or, or fire on board the ship if it was ever activated. So they decide on a plan to set a a guard down there, um, and uh, only among themselves. And lo and behold, some days later, um, this is, I forget what the exact date is, I would have to look it up, but this is uh, one or two days before they arrive uh, in Australia, Melbourne, which is their next stop, Uh, somebody appears in that hold. While uh, Pierre Belcourt is there um, on his watch, and um, he crosses the the room, he starts to inspect the bomb. On his way back, Pierre Belcourt comes out of hiding from under uh, the fuselage of the Boeing, and um, engages the guy. They they fight uh, somewhat. There's uh, some screaming, uh, and Dr. Helmut Altmaier comes uh, comes running to to help him, but the. Uh, the assailant who turns out to be the steward Henning, who had been uh, helping them with with all of their um, you know laundry and food and so forth, um, almost pummels um, Pierre Belcourt uh, into uh, unconsciousness uh, Pierre Belcourt it turns out is no uh, pugilist or however you pronounce that word, um, but they managed to capture him uh, the rest of the the rest of the crew come running and help help out hold on you have to turn off the AC excuse me for that um, so so yeah the the crew come they help us uh, subdue Henning and he gets put away and that's essentially where we ended the session um, it's a real shame that that I lost these files I'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> do my best to never have that happen again uh especially because i th- i felt this was actually the the first part that really kind of worked as a standalone you know it's it's a it's a sequence It begins with them leaving new york and it ends with them almost reaching australia and it was actually the longest session we'd had too it stretched for 45 minutes to an hour longer than the other sessions have because we just kind of wanted to 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 get it done um the players in attendance were um tom yens um, David and Christian uh, and that's Maunus Maunusen uh, it's Pierre Belcourt, it's um, Avery and finally the new one who is Dr. Hammond-Eldmeier um, and um, next time we're going to follow up with the arrival in Melbourne and then probably the further voyage to the ice and whatever lies there So, thank you for listening. I'm sorry to disappoint anyone who was hoping for a full recording, Um, you know, accidents happen with this wretched technology crap, Uh, or maybe, just maybe, someone with ulterior motives broke into my computer and erased the files on purpose. Who knows? Listen uh, for more on Session 5 In uh, whenever we get around to recording that. This last time we had a break for about two months. It was a little long, but people were busy over the summer. I hope to pick up the pace a little bit and uh, get a game going every month, month and a half. It is hard to get everybody together, but um, we'll do our best. Oh, one final thing. We did actually lose a player as well. We lost uh, Bjorn, who's uh, Christian's brother. Um, who's unable to make it again. He played Thomas McGlugall, but he was only here for the first session. Um, and it was very unfortunate because he he being a journalist, uh, he being the only character that lived in New York, there was a lot of potential there. But um uh, It's hard to be an adult with adult responsibilities and still engage in something as time-consuming as and frivolous as role-playing. Um, so that's all right. Well, we'll... We'll live anyway but um, I look forward to the next session and uh, take a.